This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the channel. If you're new around here, my name is Kayla and I'm really looking forward to today's conversation because I've been sitting on a couple of different ideas of podcast episodes that I wanted to do and then a really cool divine download hit me this morning when I was meditating and journaling and I just like combined a bunch of ideas together. So this is going to be a really cool conversation and before I dive into that, I wanted to share that... If you have been following me for a while, I'm someone that meditates daily. Like today, I think I will have meditated, you know, 970-something days in a row. And I've been journaling since March 13th, 2019. I think it is. I have like journals filled with whatever it is that I'm journaling about. Manifesting, processing, dreams, struggles, all the things. And so what I started doing was the way that I stayed consistent with meditating was allowing myself to play with different forms of meditation. And I know I'm like going on a tangent right now, but this is all going to tie together. So bear with me. I've done, you know, silent meditations, listen to music. I've done like 30 day hypnosis like it was like a 30 days, like listen to a different hypnosis every day. I've done, you know guided meditations I've done my own meditations that I have recorded on my podcast channel like I've done a lot of different things and so lately what I've been doing is I've been meditating and then I will kind of just stay in this meditative state or just very intentionally be very relaxed and then I will go and write in my journal and I'm listening to music this is the phase I'm in right now I'm back into listening to music when I meditate and I'm using the, the, the app Insight Timer. I'll actually just tag this in the show notes because I'm a teacher on Insight Timer and all my hypnosis and meditations on my podcast channel are on Insight Timer. So it's really easy just to have them all in one space. Anyways, when I come and I sit down, I do what I call channeled writing. And some people might resonate with this. They might be like, what the fuck is this? They might be like, I want to do this. So I'm going to explain this to you. So It's funny because I really notice my ego and my humanness when I'm in the meditative state, when I'm sitting on my pillow before I go to write of what, what am I going to write about? And it's almost like searching for ideas. Like, what is it that I want to write about? And maybe that's my undefined head and open ajna, right? Looking for certainty, like looking for wanting to solve the problem, that, that head pressure that's always there. But I really just, this is like an opportunity for me to very consciously practice. Kayla, you're not looking for answers here you are positioning yourself to be a vessel to write there's no right or wrong okay so this is something that I'm like constantly working myself through and I find that actually from a from a bigger scale this helps me to just show up and do things in my business without knowing how it's going to be or knowing the answers so this, this is starting at like a very micro level journaling okay journaling versus building a scaling business Anyways, coming back to the journaling. So I'm in this really relaxed state and I come and I sit down and I listen 
like I just listen and it's like these words come into my mind and the thing is to listen without judgment okay so I'm listening and then I just like start writing and then maybe my head and my eyes and I are like okay but how is this going to make sense and there's this concern of it not making sense which is the shadow side of the ajna okay like oh is it are people gonna understand this is this gonna make sense am i certain about this so i i just like start writing and 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 i swear that i i will write one page a day and the things that i write are things that i have either you know said in some way shape or form or things that i've never said before and i'm like oh my god this is fucking brilliant like and it's not it's not me necessarily writing that like I'm the vessel of like being a physical person with a pen in my hand but it's from being in that meditative state and then getting myself to a place where you know before I get off my meditation pillow I'm very relaxed like it's like I pay attention like is my jaw tight are my shoulders coming up are my hands relaxed you know how am I sitting like the only tension that I feel on my body is my spine being straight because obviously if I fully relax I'd be like hunched over so I started writing this morning And this was the divine download that hit that suddenly brought together how today I'm going to talk about embodiment, I'm going to talk about deconditioning, and I'm going to talk about what it means to take aligned action. And all of this is going to tie together because of what I wrote in my journal this morning. So just as a side note, I think that taking time to be with ourselves and play with, you know, me noticing the not self themes coming up of my head and Ajna, but still playing with what does it mean for me to just go into something without an attachment, without an agenda, but just the intention of being a vessel to create something really beautiful. Okay. So I want to read you what I wrote in my journal verbatim. And then I'm going to elaborate and I'm going to read the whole thing and then I will go back and just like pull and amplify certain aspects because I think that this is it's just a really cool perspective and I was like really curious how I, I wrote it in a way that seemed backwards, you know, like usually when when somebody gives a step process and I'm not I'm not a huge fan of being somebody who's like, oh, you should do this, like here's my three-step process. But you're going to see how I tie this back into human design that is actually much more fluid than just a three-step process. So this is what I wrote. Action is meant to be a byproduct of our thought processes. People say to take aligned action without truly realizing that if someone is not, it's because their mind isn't aligned. Action truly is the final step in a manifestation process. Aligning the mind is the second And the relationship that we have with ourselves is the first. How we feel about and engage with ourselves will dictate the experience of our inner world. Ultimately, when we have an inner world that is nurturing to our soul, taking aligned action is natural. When we force action, it's a way of bypassing the shift that we unconsciously know we need to happen within the relationship with ourselves. We seek results from action to avoid the uncomfortability that may be present from forgiveness, self-acknowledgement, self-love. Worthiness is determined from action rather than the relationship to ourselves. Remember this when feeling out of alignment. Come home to you. So I was writing this and it was funny because when I was sitting 
when I was sitting down in my in my meditation pillow and the first sentence came into my head of like action is meant to be a byproduct of our thought process and I was like oh this is interesting like I'm really curious to like continue to elaborate on this and I just thought this whole thing when I wrote it out I was like this makes so much sense I feel like when I first got into the personal development world it was like a two-step process it was like you know think about what it is that you want, shift your limiting beliefs, and then go and take aligned action. Like that was such a classic manifestation process that that I learned and that I, I heard and I probably was teaching myself because I just wasn't in the depths of more personal growth and awareness. And so when I started to contemplate this and I was like, okay, so aligned action, like what the fuck does that mean? And then you look at that from a human design lens and it's like, okay, you follow your strategy and authority. But ultimately, so you follow your strategy and authority, and that is that is a physical experience that's within your body. You need to trust your gut. You need to trust your spleen. You need to be able to self-project, be able to trust the moon, like, you know, process and feel into and gain clarity with your emotions, like whatever it is, trust your desires, like all of the authorities. But ultimately... I think what this comes back to, to be able to be in alignment with that is looking at our centers, right? But not even that, it's like considering what is the relationship that you have with your G-center, whether it's defined, open, or undefined, and what is the relationship that you have with your heart center, whether it's defined, open, or defined. And the reason why I'm saying this is because the G-center and the heart center they are about worthiness, right? So heart center is more about worthiness, desire, willpower, right? So you see that action comes from that because it is a motor center. And then we look at the G center and this is the magnetic monopole. Like this is how we magnetize the things to us in life. Even if you have it undefined or open, what that means is that the way that you magnetize things to you will be different and not as, you know, it's not a repetitive process like somebody who has a defined G center, Okay, so my point is when you look at these centers, so let's talk about the G center first. When you look at the G center, and this is about your identity, how you see yourself, this is about the direction that you're going in in life, and it's also about your lovability, right? So, again, do you see how I'm now I'm tying in human design and I'm talking about the very first step of like the fucking relationship that you have with yourself? Okay, so the G center, how we see ourselves is ultimately going to create the action that we take or not take in life. And so it's like, how do we look at and and process and align with how we see ourselves and how we decide our lovability? And like, even if you have the center undefined or open, I'm going to talk about that first because I obviously have my G center defined and it's very defined. So it's like, I can speak to that easily, but I want to be inclusive to the undefined folk here. Having your G center undefined, what really matters is the environments that you put yourself in and the people that you're with because you will reflect that energy back to them. And even though you have an undefined open G center, that doesn't mean that you know you you become the people or the environment that you're in without an impact on you. And what I mean by that is that you're still going to have your own values and your own sense of direction that feels good for you 
And so what matters is that when you're in an environment that is aligned with your values, right? So this is also tying in the heart center here, your values, what you identify with, that is what gives you that consistent energy of feeling connected to that. So when you are in an environment or with people who are, who, who don't give you the energy to feel connected to who it is that you know you are, who it is that you know you're becoming or who you want to be, that's when you feel out of alignment. How can you feel lovability when you are disconnected from your true self? How can someone love themselves if they don't know who they are? And so what I'm saying is that self-love with an undefined or open G-center is setting energetic boundaries and being in integrity with being in the right environment with the right people and trusting yourself that you know you're going to have fluidity in what you identify with and what resonates with you and that's just literally how you're designed to be and it's through engaging in that process and building that relationship with yourself trusting yourself to change your hats to change your style to change the direction that you want to go in with your brand, with your business, with the people that you serve, trusting yourself in that process. That is a form of lovability. That is a form of creating a relationship with yourself because you are accepting yourself as you are. So imagine this, okay? So G-Center, you're in it, right? You are accepting yourself. You're setting those energetic boundaries. You know what environments, what people resonate with you. The rest of it is a fuck no. And you're like, that's not for me. This is not who I am. That's not who I'm becoming. I'm not available for this, right? I'm not available to be a space to receive this energy. You, you become grounded in yourself. This is what causes you to be magnetic when you're in the right environment with the right people and you are connected. You're completing that circuitry to your your own identity that's literally within your genetics, within your DNA, that lives in the definition of other areas of your chart, that is when you're aligned with yourself and it's like, okay, then you're going to be having the the mindset of knowing what action to take and it's going to become very natural because you've started with yourself in the relationship with yourself. So that's this perspective from the G center. Like this is coming back to how do you have a relationship with yourself? Because ultimately the relationship you have with yourself is going to dictate your thought process. And then your thought process is going to dictate the action, the aligned action that you're going to take. And that's the last step of the manifestation process. So if you have your G center defined, you know, I, I'm going to speak for myself. Like I'm someone that no matter where I am, who I'm with, I always know who the fuck I am. I always know where I'm going. And it just feels very natural to me. Like I, I have my G center and my sacral defined in my chart and that's it. And I have a lot of activation in my G center consciously and unconsciously. And it's like, for me, I can see in people who have an undefined open G when they're not in alignment with themselves. You know, my boyfriend has an undefined G center and he's a splenic projector and I can, I can see it from a fucking mile away when he is out of alignment and he's questioning himself and he's questioning what directions he's going in. And I'm just like, take it one step at a time. Don't make any decisions. Like one of the biggest breakthroughs that he had was, so we just moved to Victoria, BC from Vancouver in March. And right now I'm recording this and it's the end of April. So just over about six weeks ago, we moved. And when we're in 
Vancouver, I kept having this conversation with my boyfriend. He's like, okay, like, I don't know. I don't know what gym I'm going to go to. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. And I'm just like looking at him and I'm like, you are not going to fucking know any of this until you're in the environment and you're with the people. You're going to have to be patient. I have gate five. I have patience. He doesn't have that defined in his chart. I like give him this energy. And I was like, you just need to wait until you're in the right environment and then trust the timing. Once you're in the right environment, you're with the right people, you're going to fucking know this next version of yourself, right? So I just really want to like, I just feel a very high level of compassion coming forth right now around the undefined open G's and the impact of shifting identity, having fluidity, getting disconnected from it sometimes, but just trusting that when you have energetic boundaries, when you go in the right environment with the right people, that is self-love. That is you having a relationship to yourself, okay? So define G, I feel like if you have a define G and you're listening to this, you're probably like, these are not things that I think about <laughs> because that energy is consistently available within us, right? And and so I think that, you know, this is the gift. So for me, having a defined G, it's like, okay, how can I love and accept myself as I am showing up consistently, knowing the direction that I'm going in, even if, you know, all my undefined open centers that I have, because there's seven of them are going to be picking up on, you know, all the energy and things around people around me, like from people and whatnot. And that's going to affect how I see myself. But at the end of the day, deep down, I know who I am you know, that lovability is coming back to constantly trusting and being grounded in my vision of who I see myself as. So that's like, that's how I would describe my own experience of having a defined G. So this is, this is the first step. This is the first step with the defined, undefined open G of having a relationship with yourself. Okay. So let's talk about the heart center. The heart center is known as a center for willpower, desire, uh, just also lovability, worthiness. That's the word I was looking for and worthiness. Okay. So we see often in the coaching industry, for example, this, a lot of people are going to have this center undefined because there's only four gates coming off of it. So there's less likelihood of it being defined. So when it's undefined or open, the shadow side is this looking at what other people are doing, how much they're charging, the bonuses they have in their program, you know, what their value is and their worthiness. And then thinking that that's how, you know, we, I'm saying we, because I have an open heart center, how we have to run our business and decide our value. It's very external. It's like a looking like, oh, I need to prove myself. I need to overcompensate. I need to over deliver. And then once I'm exhausted and once I've proved myself, then I will be worthy. So that's the shadow side of having the center undefined or open. And so whenever I talk about this, especially entrepreneurs, they really resonate with this, right? And so it's like, I think the key word here is worthiness. And so whether you have this defined or not, let's say if someone has this defined, there's going to be this consistency within to know their worthiness, to know their capacities to making commitments, right? So that ties into willpower, to having consistent 
a consistent flavor with integrity. Okay, so what I mean by that, one of the things that I see discussed often in the online space with the Heart Center, I hear, I will hear things along the lines of people who have an undefined or open Heart Center that, you know, let's say, for example, they're flaky, that they are, you know, shitty with commitments or lack integrity and so on. And I really don't like that. Like, sure, it could be triggering because I'm biased. I have an open Heart Center. I... I see this as, let's say, if you were to compare the sacral to the heart center, the sacral is life force creative energy. Somebody who has their sacral defined is going to have a sustainable energy to continue to create, especially when they're doing the things that they love doing. Okay, there's a larger capacity to create and take action because that's just how sacral beings are designed to show up. The way that I see a a defined heart center versus undefined or open heart center is somebody who has it open or undefined is that their capacity to make larger commitments is just not there. And so the part where we get fucked up is when we overcommit to prove ourselves or because someone else with a defined heart center is doing more or committing to more, that, that is the, that's a shadow side of overstretching ourselves. When we have undefined centers, open centers, it's all about knowing our limits and deciding from within ourselves what works. And that is how we be in integrity. Okay. So that's how you can be in integrity with having an open or undefined heart center is knowing your limits, setting those boundaries. And that is your flavor of having willpower. That is your flavor of having your version of integrity, right? And then somebody who has it defined is like, they're just going to have, it's a motor center. There's a larger stamina for commitments. So therefore their integrity is going to be at that version. I'm not even going to say that level. It's, It's at that version. Okay. So the other thing is like tapping back into worthiness. I just wanted to like riff on that for a second so that there's no like disempowering context around the heart center, whether you have it defined or not. Nothing is better than the other. Okay. It's just energy, different flavors of energy, full stop. So worthiness, how we tap into the relationship with ourselves, right? Coming back to that, like step one process with the heart center is what is it? So let's say you're undefined open. What is it that you may be allowing in your life, in the environment or with other people to dictate your worthiness? You know, here's a prime example. I hear people, I hear, I hear people share this. Their parents want them to go to school to be a doctor, a lawyer, and so on. This is such a like cliche example, but I'm just, I'm sharing this. It's like, oh, you will be a valuable citizen and a contribution and financially stable and have all these things because there's a material side to the heart center. This is how you're going to be, you know, valuable is by doing this X, Y, and Z. And then you need to have this willpower to go and study to be a doctor and a lawyer and so on because it's a very, it is a very prestigious, challenging degree and field to get into. So for example, somebody who has an undefined open heart center, so whatever your context is, the environment, the people, you're picking up on them saying, oh, if you do X, Y, and Z, then you'll be valuable and worthy. Then it's like, okay, I'm going to go and do this thing now because that's what I should be doing, right? So paying attention to that And then you hear stories about people. Actually, you know what's funny is that this is a prime example of, I know Catherine Zankina, if you know who this is, she's somebody who is very big in the online world in terms of manifestation. She was initially in school and university to become a doctor. 
So she was studying, like she's an immigrant from the Ukraine and she also has a Russian background as well. So she comes from these countries, her family and her, they're immigrants. They're like, Catherine, you're going to go to school. You're going to do these things, X, Y, and Z. And for her, she started doing those things, but then it was like, I don't want to do this. This is, this is not where I'm going to find my value. She followed her version of desire, which is pursuing, creating a literal multi-million dollar manifestation business. So that's an example of setting, setting a limit. And Catherine Zinkina actually has a completely open heart center. So I have her chart and genetic matrix. And so that's a prime example of knowing what your limits are, deciding from within, following your own internal desires and and trusting that right so when we look at the heart center and just really paying attention like i said whether you have it defined or not is knowing and deciding your worthiness from internally like what is it that you've achieved what is it that are your capacities what is it that you what value do you bring without comparing to the external world it's completely about you from within you from within your heart coming from your heart right? So when we, when we look at this and literally actually, now that I'm going to tie into the very beginning of this conversation, I was talking about embodiment and deconditioning. Everything that I've said so far is an example of deconditioning. Okay. Looking at like, okay, what am I doing that I'm not meant to be doing according to my human design, especially looking at the G center and the heart center, right? I gave a ton of examples. And so I have this belief that people think, oh, I need to decondition and then I need to embody. I believe if you know the infinity sign that looks like a figure eight, it just keeps going and going and going. I believe that deconditioning is embodiment. We are peeling away the layers of who we're not designed to be and what's left is who we're meant to be. And so everything that I've set up until this point, like really looking at the different centers, really looking at how this embodiment, this way to come back to lovability and to come back to deciding our own worthiness and value, no matter what definition you have in your chart, this will shift how you think. This will shift how you speak. And that ultimately is what leads to aligned action. This is, this entire process of deconditioning is embodiment. This is everything that will lead to, it's like literally aligned action is like the last domino to hit the floor. Everything up until that point, that is like taking aligned action is 100% meant to feel easy. And it's so funny because as I'm saying this, I feel like for years people are like, aligned action feels easy. And then you're like, cool, how the fuck do I do that? Literally everything I just said. What is your relationship to yourself? It's not about doing more because this is the thing, right? So getting caught up in aligned action, it's like, I can speak to this from a, from a generator lens, okay? Having a sacral. It's like, ooh, do I want to do this? Yes or no? Okay, yes, I'm going to go and do this thing. So it's just like constantly responding. But then I had this thing where I was responding to my ideas and it wasn't responding to my environment. So I was like taking a land action based off of the thoughts in my head and Ajna, but I wasn't actually connected to my environment and taking action based off of co-creating with my environment, right? So it's like 
I I was taking all this action last year in 2021, taking all this action and then getting a lot of crickets when I would launch things or share things and I was getting really frustrated. That's because I wasn't co-creating. I thought I was taking aligned action, but I wasn't actually looking at the relationship to myself. So last year when I was taking all this action, I wasn't aligned with trusting, even though I have a defined G, I was like not really sure what the direction of my business was going to go in because I was quitting my nine to five in September last year and I didn't know what the fuck was happening after that. Right. And then here I am trying to prove myself open heart center, like, hey, I'm going to launch all these things. I'm going to have these bonuses so that people sign up and then I can like financially sustain myself. The whole thing was coming from scarcity. But yet I kept taking action. I kept posting or creating content from this place of scarcity of like, I need to be seen. There's a not self theme of an open throat. I need to be seen. No one hears me. No one can see me. I'm just going to like overcompensate and be extra loud and show up extra strong so that people can see me. So here I am thinking I'm taking aligned action, but I'm not. I'm doing what I said earlier, where it's like bypassing the parts of the relationship to myself that I wasn't willing to look at, right? I wasn't willing to look at how I I really didn't trust myself fully. I thought that having money meant that I was successful. I thought that having a fat client roster meant I, that I was successful. I thought a lot of things that I needed to have in order to be successful, and that's my open heart center, thinking I'm lacking materialistic things, I'm not good enough, Right? So then when I come back to, okay, Kayla, how are you going to embody your defined G center and your open heart center? Okay, I'm going to look at the things that I have already achieved in my own life, literally put my blinders up, look at what I deem valuable, and, and I'm going to make commitments according to my level of integrity that's available with my, the willpower and capacity that I have with my open heart center. And I started to play with that. And even if it looked different than someone else, I was like, this is meant to be for me. I started shifting that relationship with what I thought was valuable in myself and in my business. And that, that, that brought me back a lot of power that brought me back of like a lot of like, I'm worthy just because I am. And I know that people say this, but like, seriously, when we, when I started to look at the deconditioning of like, Kayla, you were overcompensating that allowed me to embody how I was really meant to feel with my open heart center. And then with my defined G center, you know, I really did have to just trust this magnetic experience of like what was pulling me forward in the direction and not really knowing like what the next step was like, yes, I felt called to quit my nine to five in September when I was making like no income in my business. I was making like no income in my business. I think I made $400 in September last year and I... I jumped in and I lived off of my savings that was supposed to pay for my taxes in 2022. Like that made no fucking sense to me, but that's what I felt pulled towards. So it was like, okay, I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to trust myself, Kayla. Like this is what we're going to do now. Like this is the direction that we're going in. I'm identifying with being somebody who always figures it out, who's always resilient. Like we're going to fucking do this. So that's me building the relationship with myself, reassuring myself, coming home to myself first. That shifted my mindset that shifted me into taking aligned action, right? Aligned action will always be the byproduct of the relationship that we have ourselves and then the thoughts that we think about ourselves. So I really hope that this episode brought some insight to you on how you can look at the the g-center and the heart center and the relationship that you have with yourself and what it actually fucking means to take aligned action and how that's like the last step 
you know, and I feel like I just uncovered things so deep. Like it was, you know, I, I really think, I mean, it's funny because, so I have power review in human design and I also have shores and uh, feelings cognition. And it's like, I can see when things are not working and I can energetically feel people when they're in and out of alignment. And it's, it's funny because it's so strong for me. It's like almost uncomfortable like I could literally go to someone's Instagram and like know how it's going in their business energetically. Like it's really weird. And so I always felt like there was this piece missing where it was like shift, you know, change your mindset, change your life. Okay, your mindset is a byproduct of how you see yourself, the relationship that you have with yourself. And people aren't talking about that enough as part of the first step, second step. That's like domino effect. That's going to shift how you see yourself. That's going to shift your mindset, how you communicate. Like I said, And then the third is aligned action is just like literally an organic byproduct of all of that. So I really am excited about this episode. I'm so curious to hear what you think. And I really love that, you know, I shared like the entire process of how I got to this point of having this conversation with you was again, for me, trusting myself, meditating, journaling without judgment, like radical self-acceptance of like, what is coming through me right now? Like, what is it that I'm here to share? And then coming forth and recording this and sharing it with you. So I would love to know what you think. This is something that I've never really talked about to this degree. So obviously, like, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I want to know what you think about this. And if it's shifted your perception of what it means to take aligned action. And this is also me having a completely open ajna, being able to, like, simultaneously hold multiple perspectives and see things differently. And, like, that's what I bring to people is, like, seeing things differently, right? So I want to thank you for listening. And if you can please leave a review, even if you just like five stars on Spotify or Apple and obviously subscribe to the channel. There's going to be lots more amazing things coming up. And of course, if you can share this on social media and tag me, like I always love connecting people when they listen to podcast episodes. So thank you so much for listening and I will chat with you in the next one.